Hello and welcome to the Tuesday Night Music Show special edition. Special. Not really, but we're just saying that. And we're we're here to talk about uh, just that not everybody out there is as smart as you think they are. No, not everybody is as smart as you you think they are. You assume people are smart and and they're just not. And that's that's not pessimistic. That's that's just what it is. And and I'll prove it to you tonight. But before we go any further, whoa, we got Howie. Hello, we got Jay. What's up? Hey, Jay. Hey. And I know we're a little late on this just because of how the show runs. But, you know, when that whole Oscars incident happened with the slap, I saw it all over social media. And the first thought I had in my head is what DJ is going to spin this into a topic and, and just try to ride the, the coattails of this story? You know, how are they going to do this? Nobody, nobody, no one's going to do that. No, I, I just knew they were. <laughs> I, I saw a, a lot of different little things pop up and questions asked. Some of them were pretty good. But then I saw a Twitter post from Kathy Griffin. It was part of a celebrities react to, you know, the Oscars. Right. Yeah. I saw some of those. Yeah. And, and what she said hit home with me. She said, okay, is, now is this going to make people think it's okay to go up and smack comedians at comedy clubs when they say something that they don't like? Mm-hmm. The reason it hit home for me is, is because, as you both know, I've always made a lot of direct comparisons between DJs and comedians. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And some of those comparisons are, okay, sure, comedians do sets of, you know, material. We do sets of music. And you have to rearrange them and rework them and things to, to make them just right. You got to hone them to make them right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'll do a set at, you know, one club and it does really well. And you try to do the same set or song or whatever the next night in a different club and it bombs. And there's yeah. a lot of timing things and there's just so many parallels that, that I see between DJs and comedians. Mm-hmm. So I pay attention to what comedians say. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, how is this any different than a DJ at a gig? When maybe they play a song that offends somebody for whatever reason, is it okay to go up and slap that DJ now? Jay's got his mic muted, but he's shaking his head now. Well, you know what, and I, I, I know your comparisons, and I saw Kathy Griffin's tweet, and or tweet, and it was like the first, the first glaring difference is nightclubs, unlike DJs at least or weddings, but nightclubs have security. Like if you're heckling in a nightclub, mm-hmm. a comedian, you get thrown out. So right. I think people, you know. Much like you, I, I question, you know, I don't rely on the kindness of strangers, nor do I think, you know, that, you know, I, a stranger is a long awaited friend kind of thing. So I, I'm always mistrusting. I mean, that's I know you are. Me. <laughs> well, no, and, and people say that, but I've talked to Jim about it, like yeah. working with PD. I mean, it was one of those things. You get that sixth sense. I did it when I was a bartender. I knew the guy that was going to be a problem later that we shut off early. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. There's anything. He'd be out in the parking yeah. lot starting fights. You're like, yeah, I saw that coming. I, I don't yeah. think it's going to make it open season on DJs. Yeah, I think there will be some dummy that goes to a nightclub, especially if Chris Rock is playing, even though you can't get near a Chris Rock stage. But I think someone will make some attempt at that. Yeah, I think people are that stupid and they want their 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, but, well, but that, that's... I don't think we're going to offend, yeah. you know, a, a comedian walks off the stage, mm. the show's over, a DJ stops playing music at a wedding. And let's focus on weddings a little bit. You have two people there that really are running the show, the bride and the groom. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if the bride and the groom realize their idiot friend went over and made some comment to the DJ or threatened her or something like that. You know, I have a clause in my contract that says if somebody makes the DJ feel unsafe at any moment, the DJ has the right to end the event. Now, I think that's pretty common. Right. People try to cover themselves. 
and my cons- as, you know i'm i'm kind of with brian on this it's you know it's a slippery slope i right. mean remember what like four years ago or so when the mic drop thing was all the rage and we actually did a show on the mic drop because everybody was like oh we saw it on tv we saw it in the movie this guy did it and that guy so they thought it was okay to drop our stuff are they gonna think it's okay to come up and smack us because we played we didn't play their song or we played the wrong version or we whatever for whatever reason it doesn't matter why but, yeah, but that's, i don't that's, think we're moving target well hold on a second jay before you monologue too much on this and take us in a different direction i want to just make a couple points here yeah. And Howie, you, you're making my point. And that is what, when I said people aren't always that smart, this is what I'm talking about. It's monkey see, monkey do. Jeez, okay. oh, I was just going to say that. Get out of my head, dude. Yeah, I, I know, but th- this, is, this is society. <laughs> this is a lot of people. It's like, oh, oh, that's okay. I could do that. You would think people would have common sense and say, you know, that's the wrong thing to do. But they don't. They just do it. No, they don't. And, and in the case of, you're, you're talking about at a wedding and, oh, well, you know, if somebody comes up and does something, the bride and groom aren't going to like that too much and they're going to fight. What if the what if the groom does it? I mean, Will Smith would have been the groom in this case. Who would think the groom approaching the DJ would be a threat? Who would think Will Smith, who was nominated for best actor in the front row, would be a threat to his friend, Chris Rock? Right. Right. I mean, that, that's what I'm trying to say. No, and and it's, I, it's not a matter of it's open season. It's well, a matter of this could be dangerous. It, it could be. And here's yeah. the big difference. Unlike Chris Rock, I'd press charges. Well, Chris Rock's in a hard uh, rock in a hard place. He's de- he's decided not to press charges that night. He was contacted by PD. He decided not to press charges. Yeah. I wouldn't be as dumb as Chris Rock. I no, Chris say, Rock is not dumb. Chris Rock no, arrest. <laughs> Let's talk about Chris Rock for a minute. When it comes to performance, which, again, DJs and comedians, we have parallels there. Things happen. The show must go on. He -hmm. recovered incredibly well from it. One. Oh, he did. He recovered incredibly well. Two. How does he win this? If he presses charges, he's a punk in the eyes of a lot of people. Right. What Chris Rock has done, which I think is brilliant is absolutely nothing right he did nothing wrong he was assaulted and he's keeping his mouth shut oh no it's you know it's that is smart thing to do yeah it's the Mm -hmm. only smart thing he could do he couldn't press charges before we go off before we go in a different direction i i I just wanted to talk about some of the comments i've gotten because i did a video on this subject Mm -hmm. it's done very well my youtube channel you're welcome to go watch it i don't want to rehash the whole thing but some of the comments I got were, were interesting. I thought I'd share them with you. Now, some people were of the opinion of, well, hey, he did the right thing. Uh, right. Will Smith is, is not to blame here. He stood up for his wife. I may act the same way. I may react the same way. No. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is my whole, not everybody's very smart kind of thing. If you're going to lose control and, re- and, and resort to violence, because an entertainer says something you don't like, you have control issues. And you should probably get a hold of those control issues. I forecasted yesterday that if he hires the right PR firm, before this week is over, the announcement will be made that Will Smith is checked into a rehab for mental health, emotional, and anger issues. And by the way, where it gets worse, I heard excerpts from Jada Pinkett Smith's podcast last week where she clearly says yeah you know when i shaved my head i just decided it's who i am now i'm embracing it i don't care what anyone has to say i love me i think i'm beautiful i don't care what anyone says about my hair that's her words out of her mouth well, well she actually has her she's on a tv show with queen latifah the equalizer and she she plays the part of a hired gun sort of that helps people out with the shaved head. She's embracing that and doing her art form with out a wig. Right. But by saying that on her own podcast, I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. Then Will Smith laughs 
and then looks at her and she makes some comment or face yeah. and then he runs he you know walks up where he could have stopped at any moment if it was mm-hmm. jason momoa that said it will smith would have laughed and not gotten up right but he sees it's chris rock he can or the him. other or the rock yeah yeah he wouldn't, <laughs> yeah he wouldn't have done it but i mean the the issue for me becomes do i think there'll be a copycat yes do i think it will yeah. be specific to a comedian yes I think now comedians are under fire the same way when Dimebag Daryl got killed on stage, bands in that genre. I remember Scott Ian's like, dude, we're taking, no, cancel the tour. I'm not getting on a stage now. I'm scared now that in a club of 100, some guy's going to walk up with a shotgun and blow my head off. Well, I, I, I'm not suggesting that it's going to be this, this thing that's going to be rampant. I'm just simply saying that there are people out there including myself, I may not be able to handle a hostile, drunk, angry person Mm because you're not an alcohol. Okay. I'm disabled. I got one good arm and one good leg. I got the stuff in, I got it set up and I'm playing tunes. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can fight a guy. Howie is not 30 years old. Right. I'm not saying anything about his manhood, but geez, if, if some 30 year old guy who outweighs him by 50 pounds, comes up to him and decides he wants to roughhouse him, we got a problem. Well, that, that was always in the air before, though, don't you think? Right. It's, it's more in the air now, is, is I, all I'm saying. I agree, it is more. And I, what I'm curious it's, is, it's, and I want to let you tell the comments you got, but I'm curious because there's probably 10 DJs that we mutually know who have concealed carry permits who bring guns to their events and make oh, no yeah. bones about it. Oh, sure. So yeah. the question becomes... Yeah. Do I now pack a little thing of mace in my DJ rig that if she nah. hits the fan, now I can spray you? Or are we going to see DJs go, you know what? Brian makes a valid point. I think I will bring a gun to my gigs. Well, well, back, back to the comments for a minute. Um, and I, I will say this before I continue with the comments. I, I was checking out Howard Stern. And he had some people he was talking to who know Chris and work with Chris and comedians. And, and they all said, including Howard, who knows Chris pretty well, I guess, you know, if Chris was aware of this disease that she has, he wouldn't have said anything. It's just not who he is. He wouldn't have done that. He made a comparison to Demi Moore, you know, one of the most beautiful women in Hollywood. That's a quote mm-hmm. saying she's beautiful. He said, I love you, Judge, you know, whatever. He wasn't mm-hmm. trying to be insulting he was trying to be complimentary and i don't think he knew what was going on he hasn't said anything so we don't know no but everyone's saying that that kind of knows chris and and is a little closer to this than than any of us are right that's not who chris is i don't think chris would have said anything to insult somebody if they had a disease he's not that guy brian do you know the one thing no one has mentioned in anything i've read or heard do you know why he said the comment he said I think it's the shaved head. She was in a freaking camo green dress. She walks on stage and here's a shaved head woman in a camo green frilly dress. She looked like she was in the military. Like no one has said a boo about the dress. That's Why crazy. Did- I didn't even realize that because I didn't watch it. Her dress I didn't was green. Realized the green dress either. Hundred percent. And in my head, I'm like, <laughs> that's where the comment came from. She's in camo green with a shaved head. And then yeah. he compares her to Demi Moore. That's not a put down. No, no, it's not. It's a compliment. It's right. a bad joke at best. It's not a, it, it, it was a funny no, but that's, no. you know, it's it a doesn't matter. Before it's anything else. But what, what I was, what I was going to say and why I was mentioning all this is because I'll, more comments than I was comfortable with under some of my stuff that I posted had said, well, that's what you get for not watching what you say. Yeah, I was uncomfortable with some of the comments there, too. And you know what the I problem really, is I have with that? These yeah. are the same people who scream about Second Amendment rights. Right. Hmm. How about some First Amendment rights? Yeah. You know, this is important mm-hmm. stuff. And in this country where we're all currently mm-hmm. living in right now, mm-hmm. we have First Amendment rights, freedom of speech. People are very polarized about after COVID, I think it's changed so much in the mentality and how people view things. I think there's an undercarriage or underpinning now of anger that people have lost wages, they've lost family members, they've lost time. 
And I, I think genuinely people are angry. I think people are pissed off and they're looking for some way to vent it. So I think well, that's where those comments are coming from. Perhaps it's just, My two it, cents. It, 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 well, it probably is, but I mean, that ain't right. I mean, you should be able to say whatever you want. You know, you can't yeah. infringe on that stuff or within reason. I mean, there's, you in can't scream fire in a theater or that kind of stuff. Well, but and, and speaking of rights, it's like, geez, I just, I don't have it in me to carry a gun to a wedding. I just, I just, disagree, <laughs> I disagree with that totally. Well, I am we, not we carrying a gun several. to a wedding. Well, it, we know it, several carry guys that do. It, it, it I know, the same way you know them, and that's not me. I don't, there, I don't, yeah. There's me. other ways. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, yeah, I, I, I mean, guys like us can usually talk our way out of crap. There's, there's two things we that I'll really say to you, can. Howie. Oh, yeah, there's, we can. There, there's two things that I'll, I'll say to you, Howie, and I don't know if you can relate to both of these things, but I'll openly admit that I'm no stranger to an ass kicking. You know, I, I, either. I, I've been bullied. I've been just yeah. beat up to a bloody pulp. Yeah. I've been the first time I was knocked out cold. I was 12 and I still got the scar on my lip and I was knocked out cold. I got punched so hard. Mm-hmm. So I know what how to take a name? punch. What was her name? No, it was a dude. It was oh. a dude. It was a big guy. I was five uh, years old, so I'm no oh, stranger. You got, you got me. Yeah, I, I was out, and I was at a skating rink, and I said yeah. something to this girl who I knew, and I knew her boyfriend, and we were all friends, and he thought I was flirting with her. He said, come here for a minute. I'm like, what? And he just clocked me. And, I mean, I you hear the knocked out cold thing, or you see the movies where they hit somebody, and they fall on the ground, and they're, like, dead. That's mm-hmm. real. You can get knocked out oh, cold. It's real. Yeah. I found out the hard way, but, yeah, yeah I, I, I can take a punch. But what I've learned over time is that, you know, maybe it's good to try to de-escalate a situation. So you exactly. learn to exactly. talk your way out of things or to mm-hmm. chill stuff out. Uh, and, 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 you know, if you do the concealed carry thing, fine, do it. I don't care. I know DJs do it. Do whatever you got to do. I personally am not sweating any situation. What's the worst that can happen? I've been knocked out cold before you can knock me out cold again. It ain't going to kill me. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. But but if they do it, they do it. I'm fine. I don't need to do that. What I'm right. concerned with, what I'm concerned with, more than anything else, really, it, it's to Jay's point. You know, do I really think this is going to be something that's going to happen at all these gigs? No, I don't. I don't believe no. it will. But no. the threat of it might keep us from doing things or playing things or saying things that we wouldn't normally do. And I don't like that. I, I don't No, You don't want to insult anybody, but sometimes you got to take a chance. Have you ever done this where, and, and I don't know if you can relate to this or not, but let's say you're, you're, you're spending some tunes, the crowd's having a good time. Everything's fine. And you're thinking to yourself, you know, this, this next thing I do, the sec, maybe it's the introduction to a song. Maybe it's the song itself. You're thinking, this is either going to go over really well or it's going to bomb and I'm going to ruin everything. I'm taking a chance. I'm taking a chance. Yeah. And I'm I'm just going to throw caution to the wind and do it. And Mm -hmm. 99% of the time it does work. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't in the back of your head, you've already got plan B for that. So I've even gone so far as to open up Serato from two to four decks and load another track thinking if this bombs, I'm going to double tap this button and Lizzo Truth Hurts is going to come out or this sure. is going to come out just just in case. It right. I mean, where I think it's going to go. My, my, my point was, is that it, the threat of physical violence, I mean, the, the idea this may happen or this has become something that everyone's seen now. It's a monkey see monkey do because, well, people are kind of stupid sometimes. Mm-hmm. Is 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 the threat of this, or or the idea or notion that this is something that could really happen? What will keep you from doing things like taking chances? I I I don't like that at all. I I don't like it that I don't like the notion that the people are making in the comments for. Well, that'll teach you what to do. Oh, come on, come on. We, yeah. We're all going to sound exactly the same. We're yeah. all going to play it safe. Right. We're never going to take a chance. You, you have every right to do as you want. There are certain gigs in certain areas and certain venues that if I'm not booked that week, I'm not taking that gig. It's right. not comfortable. 
I've gone right. to different, I always check a venue before I go, if it's a bar or nightclub thing. And I've been to several and I've been like, yeah, let me, I'll give you a call tomorrow about that. And I shoot over that night. There was one in Temecula. They wanted me to do a Thursday residency and I turned it down. 500 bucks a week, two grand a month. I'm like, on a Thursday. And this is about 15 years ago. I just mm -hmm. got a bad feeling when I went in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got a bad feeling. And I, I mm -hmm. use that. I've ne it's never let me down. I'll tell you. Like, yeah. Like bad habits won't kill you. Bad habits might kill you, but good habits won't save you. But knowing, knowing, uh, having that feeling in the middle, that will. Having that sixth sense feeling of that guy's not right or I think I'll handle this differently. I've never played a song at an event and thought, man, this is the great divide. This is this is where it hits the fan because I'm playing, you know, the new Kremlin marching theme at this, you know, patriotic cop wedding. You know, I, I try not to go so far out. I've gotten more threats from not playing swears in a club than mm -hmm. anything at a wedding ever. I've had well, let me let me let me ask you this. Yeah, I'm going to let me ask you this. Don't play a swear. And I'm like, what? Let, let me let me ask you this question. Have you ever been assaulted at an event? No. Yes. I have too. Yep. I got a beer bottle on the forehead at probably about 30 miles an hour. That mm -hmm. hurt. I would think so. Uh, and, and I mean, this was 12 years ago. I think I did a video about it. I was like actually doing YouTube when this happened. Um, was and, and that, that was... Bar used to work? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It was at a bar. And, and, and that was the last night I worked at that bar. But... Yeah, I mean, this is real. It happens. Did I handle it? Yes. Did I get out alive? Yes. I don't want the threat of me playing the wrong song to to escalate this because somebody's drunk and, and now feels like they have a license to do this kind of crap. That's all I'm saying. And I totally it's agree. Not, I think the threat of it. It's, it's not the, the it happens, but it's the it's fear it. could happen. Right. It's in the air at a club. It yeah. always is. But I, do, I think weddings are different. I think there's a level of decorum that even the biggest idiot there understands they're going to ruin their good friend's day. It's different. That's why I steer yeah. clear of a lot of club work because I'm like, I don't need to be out at two in the morning with a bunch of drunks who decide now, dude, you didn't play that song for me. I'm going to kick your ass in the parking lot. Uh, like, dude, what? <clears throat> Over a song? Eh, it was a bar and it was the wrong club bar. Guys. Clubs I've never had a problem. Like a good club, it's never been a problem. But like a good bars, club, but it's a, but most clubs I'm talking yeah. about are really bars that the think dodgy. Yeah, of yeah. course you don't want to play there. <laughs> no, no, of no. Course if you Avalon don't. calls me and they've got three security guards outside the DJ booth. Sure, count me in. When I was but it's the clubs. local bar where I'm like, do I really want to lose all my gear over this? Sure. Well, really when I was playing clubs downtown, the, the security was insane. I mean, yeah, anybody no. sneezed and there were four guys on him. He was out the door before I even knew what was going on. I mean, 100%. Yeah. You know, 100%. So that was a very different vibe. I, I just think weddings, I think us as DJs have to be more on our toes because of the incident. I think we have to always be cautious of our, you know, our behavior, our selection, the way we speak to people. But I also think there's a level of decorum that goes sometimes unspoken at weddings at least where and i i think that goes you know. for us as well too though like you know because we you know nothing ever goes as planned the timeline never is on time and we have to ad lib and like chris rock the, right we will have to <laughs> ad lib here or there and the one thing i never do is make fun of my guests i will be self-deprecating before i would insult the guests exactly you're but a better I, dj than i am i i like I've got oh you know like when they were late you know for the, the cake cutting oh the bride's still in the bathroom i'm like ah geez i it's my apologies. I am so sorry. I left the cake out in the rain. I'm going to get it. And we'll be right back in 10 minutes with that cake. And boom, I went into a song and walked off and I took MacArthur's the hit. Park, right? You I played took, MacArthur's Park, right? I took the hit. I didn't play MacArthur's Park. But, I, you left the cake they, out in the rain. Why you understand, you understand where I'm going is yeah. that I didn't say, oh, hey, you know, the bride's in the bathroom because her bustle broke. You know, I'm, you know, I took the hit. 
played right. some tunes, went back to the booth, you know, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I, where I don't think this is a trend, Brian, to use your exact logic. I watched all the Ricky Gervais mm-hmm. awards. Mm-hmm. He shattered people. He I know a passing mm-hmm. comment. He was mm-hmm. like right at the heart of, I mean, he was no holds bar. Uh, no, no, no. The, but please don't get me wrong. No one, he, oh, oh, stop, no, stop. Him. Listen, that was a long time ago. This was well before Will Smith did what he did to Chris Rock. That's what I'm talking about. No, what I'm talking mm-hmm. about is this is so isolated. It doesn't matter, Brian. We Ricky hope it's Gervais isolated, but the that, world just saw it. Even that doesn't matter. Not it in does respect matter. to it's going to get that crazy. I don't think it does. Okay. I think people look at it as two people. Not well, let's let's not move on then. Let's just move on. Oh, I got a friend, Matthew Shun, in um, Minnesota. He asked me a very interesting question. All right. He said, I'm a karaoke host. And between singers, I play buffer tracks. Mm -hmm. And I've got some tracks that are fan favorites. Like they beg me for them. Like they're, when are you going to play it? And my most popular buffer track is the theme song to Fresh Pints from Bel Air. <laughs> so, should I not play that song anymore? And no, I, I think it would get a laugh. Well, he, here's what I told him I'm like, look, if I'm right, okay, then you have nothing to worry about. Well, Jay's right. You absolutely have nothing ever to worry about except everything and carry a gun. But if I'm right, (laughs) you have nothing to worry about because not only will the people who would get angry about this be so passive about it, you know, the team Chris Rock isn't going to hit you because they're against violence. Even if team Will thinks it's great, they're not going to hit you because you just did a cool thing. So they're going to high five you. So either way, you're, you're good. And what I told him was, look, well, if I were you, I'd play it. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the laughter subsided, I get on the mic and I'd say too soon. And I get another laugh. Right. Exactly. Because I, I, a, a couple of people I, I'd read in groups, they, they were saying, you know, well, I don't think we have to worry about playing Will Smith songs because we don't really play Will Smith songs anymore. Um, no. But I was never. I, it never occurred to me that we were going to cancel Will Smith. Uh, that never occurred to me with this no. whole incident. No, and I'm, I'm not R. that Kelly dude. List. Yeah, I'm not that dude. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean, I'm not going to make it a point to play getting jiggy with it. But I wouldn't have made a point to play getting jiggy with it anyway. But if I do the wedding on Saturday and they want to hear it, I'll play that. I don't care. I mean, none to me. I don't even think I have the Fresh Prince theme. I didn't even know that was a thing. It's a, it's a Quincy Jones song. <laughs> so, well, he, he says he says what they do. He does the buffer songs between the singers, but for that particular song, the audience sings it. Like they'll they'll all join in. It's like a an audience participation thing, but it's a it's a favorite. And I would imagine, and he's gigging tonight. He was going to miss the show. He wanted to check it out. He says, "Could you please bring it up?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, I'll bring it up. I think it's fun. Let's talk about it." But yeah, he was. Uh, I wasn't sure what to do with that one. I, I don't know. I, I thought it was it would have been funny. I think it's going to get requested though. I don't oh, think he sure has to. Well, I yeah. think you know who you know who played it. I don't know if you were there yet, Jay, but Dan played that at Beret and Atlantic City Expo. How'd it go? It went good. Everybody was dancing. He mixed in and out of it, verse, chorus, and people were like, "Hey, that was that was a cool mix." You know, that's cool. I mean, I would follow yeah. with LL Cool J. Yeah. He's playing Mama Said Knock You Out. So, so <laughs> that's what I would do. I think that'd get another laugh. Well, yeah. I mean, would. <laughs> it reminds laughing. me of the, I was at the club. I always went to the club early um, just to eat and do warm ups and stuff, you know, maybe two hours early sometimes. I was allowed to do it. So I'd do it. And they had a good kitchen there. And it was when, OJ was, they're trying to arrest OJ and they were chasing him in the Bronco. So mm. I played an ode to OJ set. 
And one of the songs was uh, She Used to Be My Girl by the OJs, which I thought was <laughs> really good. <laughs> uh, there were, there, oh, um, what was the other one? Could you orange I used to love her, but I had to kill her. It was a lot I of songs. I used to love her, but I had to kill her. I, that, yeah. that's, that was the next yeah. one on my list. <laughs> I would do Orange Juice Jones. Popper. Yeah, I did that one. I did Orange yeah. Juice Jones. That yep. makes, I could see that one working. Yeah, she used to be my girl. Was like I was so proud of myself for that one. You know, I almost did love train. I'm like, oh wait a minute, this is on this album too. So put it on, and yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can have some fun with this, absolutely. But you know, I mean, you know, there are a lot of people too in the comment sections of the places that I some of the stuff I posted on social media where they they didn't watch the video, but their first reaction was, "What does this have to do with DJs?" And I did a whole video on it explaining what I felt it had to do with entertainers in general. Mm -hmm. So I was going to invite anybody out there. If you see that comment, let's confuse these people even more and, and just reply to them. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Whatever, so what just, does this have to do with DJs? Just, just put Baba Booey. Baba Booey. I think spell that'd be a good response. Spell it CCW. It's <laughs> like <laughs> so just three letters. For the Canadians, that's CCM, just so I know hockey's important to you. Now I'm going to get hit with a hockey stick. Hey, probably. <laughs> Throw a puck at me. So no, we got 20. I, I really hope it doesn't go anywhere. I really do. And I hope. No, people, I, I don't either. And the, I think people are even dumber than you think they are sometimes. But Oh, they're dumb. And the, the concern yeah. that I, I, have, I had initially, um, and of course, you know, you're watching this and you're reacting to it. And it's like, wow, what's going on? The next day, it was pretty clear to me what I wanted to say. And I said it, and I, I, I still stand by it. But I, I, I was concerned that Chris didn't press charges. I knew he was in a rock and a hard place. But what happened was Will Smith assaulted a guy and then sat back down. No one said anything that's, to him. That's what bothered me. And then he went up an hour later and got best actor. Yep. And they stood. And, he got a stand And didn't ovation. apologize to the man he hit. Everyone else, but not you to the man. Guys, last night or today? Uh, yeah. Kind of. I don't know if you read that or not, but I don't. He did, but you got to read the paragraph before that. He's saying, "Look, I can, I can take a joke. I, I've been, you know, punched and hit, and you know, just verbally or people made fun of me, and I can take it. But when you say something about my family, oh yeah, by the way, sorry, Chris. So he almost, yeah, was like, I'm sorry, but, and I thought that was kind of lame well his son should have kept his mouth shut by not tweeting that's how we handle it i don't want to talk night. about his family because i have some opinions and i don't want to broadcast it well the only one i'm going to say is when you're in an open marriage where you have to sit across the table and have your <laughs> wife tell you she cheated on you i don't know that you're really doing much more than trying to show her like his brain went well, everyone knows that I'm kind of a wuss for being in this man. Oh, I know if I stand up now and walk up there like a man and hit him open handed, that will show her how much I care for her and she'll come back. I think it was that much of an irrational decision on his. I'm part. not completely unsympathetic with Will. I mean, I, I'm not. I understand the man has problems. I do understand that the problem right now is that he assaulted a guy. I, and and yeah, he, he's got some problem. stuff he's got to work through. You oh, know? He absolutely does. But it's like he. If you're going to make it all public, then you have to deal with that. You keep you keep your dirty laundry to yourself. If you're not paying the bills, you don't need to know. So you I'll don't tell, tell you the world, "Hey, man, yeah, um, there's a guy August has been sleeping with my wife, and uh, and we're like, I don't even care what his life is, but I have to know it because he keeps telling it on social media and it keeps filtering its way out to me. And somebody goes, "You believe Will Smith's wife's cheating on him? Wait, what? He knows? Oh yeah, no, they're together. It's open and." Well, let, let's 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 do let's let's take this a slightly different direction. Just since we're just talking about it, we've covered the main stuff. So, okay, I lost my thought. I had this really great thought, and and as Jay was finishing, I was like, kind of getting it, and then it went poof out of the way. It'll come back. It'll come back. I I know it will. But what what uh, something else I was thinking about too, with. Um, with Chris, I was reading something today about an interview he did about a month ago where he was talking about how he was bullied as a child a lot. And then as a high schooler, he was bused to an all white high school 
where he was not only bullied for being a little guy, but for being a little black guy in an all white school. And there was this bully who just was relentless and wouldn't leave him alone. So one day, Chris took a brick. He put it in a book bag and he brought it to school. And when this bully approached him, Chris swung that sucker, whacked the guy upside the head, laid him out and kicked him Joe Pesci Goodfellow style until he was bloody and no one ever touched him again. But he felt bad about it. He didn't want to have to do that. He knew I have to go there. So mm -hmm. he said to himself, look, I need to deescalate situations always. I can't show anger. I don't ever want it to come to that. I don't want to ever see that side of me again. To the point where the guy went to therapy to, to like learn how to express his anger because he couldn't. He said, I've let people walk all over me since I was a kid because I knew that if I really got angry, I might snap. So that's some background on what I would consider the victim in this whole thing. That's where he's at. Mm. And then he gets assaulted by a guy on national TV, outweighs him by 50 pounds, probably, you know, close to a foot taller than anything else. And he just comes right back. And now he's keeping his mouth shut. So with that information, I really felt bad for Chris. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, yeah. you know, I wish to God he had made the comment that he started to make before he said greatest night in television history. When Will yelled, like, keep my wife's you know, name out of your mouth. And he's like, dude, it was a G.I. Jane joke. And then he yells it again. And Chris goes, yeah, yeah. And he goes, and you can hear Chris clearly say, nope. Meaning he wanted to say something. And I have Oh, an I didn't idea. catch that. Oh, yeah. If you watch it, he went to make a comment and he cut it off. And then he said, greatest night in TV history. I heard that was a pause for a second. The greatest night in TV. Yeah. But there's a section where he, after Will's yelling at him, that he goes to make a comment and he doesn't make it. And I guarantee it was going to be something to the effect of keeping something out of his wife's mouth. Well, uh, <laughs> and he didn't say, and I know that's where he would have gone, but he no. didn't. So that's where I gave him the most props was, wow, what a gentleman, how to handle Recovery. a negative situation. Yeah, because that was, that I think was he saw that like Will a, was unhinged. That was yeah. an open line waiting for a joke. Oh yeah, big yeah. time. Out of my yeah, wife's mouth. Yeah. 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 No. But the thing that bothered me like, the most was the yeah. fact that they rewarded him. So right. I heard the same thing you did. So you'll know this quote. This mm -hmm. is exactly how Harvey Weinstein operated in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. He got away with what he got away with because everyone knew it. And everyone actually, knew I heard it. Yeah. I, I And Stern. That's where I got it, too. I listened to Stern. The same well, he, he didn't say Weinstein. He said somebody no, else that I won't mention. Somebody else said it. And. Yeah, somebody it else was another comment. Me. And they said that Hollywood rewards this kind of behavior and they proved it. They stood yeah. for the guy when he won his Oscar. Oh, yeah, they, they, they the talked about that. Yeah. Have you seen the slow-mo from Samuel L. Jackson? Samuel L. Jackson gives him a big high five and makes a face like, yeah, you go. Now, it was either about the award or about the slap. And here's the best part. I saw him get the award. I didn't see the slap on the Oscars. I was out of the room. So I had no clue what he was crying about. I'm like, this poor guy needs to get some mental health. Yeah. And then the next thing I know is everyone's like, what about the slap? I'm like, what slap? And I go to YouTube and I'm like, holy shit, when did this happen? It like, reminds so me of another comment that I got that I, I'd kind of forgotten to talk about. One of the comments I got was, you know, Will trained for Ollie. Will's a tough guy. That was a warning slap. That was just a warning slap. He oh, was, if you'd punched him, he would have knocked him out. Well, hold on a second. Yeah. Let's think about this for a minute. How in control could you possibly be storming up on stage in an Oscar and striking somebody? How how much self-control could you possibly have at that point? A lot. He walked. He didn't storm. He didn't run up reckless. He walked. He got long legs. He came up there pretty fast. Yeah, but he still walked with purpose. <laughs> he didn't he had it, he knew what he was gonna do. He didn't run up there with no plan. He had a plan. It was walk up on stage, slap him open-handed, then walk off stage, and if something and then I'll make a comment. Like it, I think he was more calculating than you. We are giving all, all, all I'm, all I'm saying is I tell you what, man, if, if you're going to hit a guy and he's going to come right back up and smile at you, you hit the wrong guy. Oh yeah. You no, underestimated your, your target. Like a gentleman. He's, he's now, he's now going to be the one that gets all the sympathy. He'll get more money on his next tour. 
guarantee his price will go up. Well, I mean, somebody had said, and I don't remember who Rightfully it was. So. Somebody yeah. I know was said, well, Chris Rock's next act just wrote itself. Uh, that's yeah. that's what I was thinking, too. Well, look at Amy yeah. Schumer, who I yeah. don't like as a comedian. Yeah. I saw the blip of her coming out. She had been in a Spider-Man outfit. And after the slap, they came back from commercial, I guess. And she comes walking out in the audience. She's like, hey, I was backstage changing. Anything happened while I was Anything gone? happened, yeah. I saw that, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, she's a lot funnier than I gave her. I heard the girl, yeah, it was her was and uh, Wanda Sykes. I don't know who the other one was. I, I, I don't I know, know her, but I can't think of her name. Right, but I, I, I just heard nothing but praise for them and how they handled things. They, mm-hmm. they did a good job from what I saw. I didn't see the whole show. I saw bits and pieces, but they were funnier than I expected. Yeah, I, I didn't even. Because Amy Schumer's got a rep in Hollywood of stealing jokes. It was one of those things that, you know, I'm I'm chilling out. Blanca's watching Law & Order SVU upstairs or something. So I'm down here just surfing. And all of a sudden, my timeline, WTF just happened. Like, okay, what's going on? Did I just mm. see what I think I saw? I'm like, what are they looking at? I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. I better check this out. That's so, how I found out. I didn't yeah, see it. I wasn't watching yeah. it. I didn't watch it afterward either. Yeah. <laughs> Like I couldn't, I, my biggest thing was when they were showing the Serena sisters or the Williams sisters and they were showing Will Smith accepting and crying, they suddenly put up the Oscar logo on the screen. And I just remember thinking, this will be the talk of the show that they blacked out part of his, his speech and they covered over when the camera went to this Williams sisters. Cause I thought that was like a big, like, why are they cutting off the screen? Come to find out, I guess he was spitting onto the microphone because he was crying and blubbering so much that Ah. they decided to cover. ABC decided, go to the Oscar screen for a second till he stops spitting on the mic because it looks bad for Will. Looks like he had a lot of fun at his after party, though. Well, he had a lot of fun there. And my point is the producers of the show said, hey, let's take him off screen for a second because he's spitting so much. Wait a second. He just assaulted a guy. You know, Why is that on? on stage? Yeah, that that was handled very poorly, and and you know that's a live and learn kind of thing, and we know that as performers. If it was you and me, if we'd gotten been in the let's say we were married to somebody, somebody I think Howard Stern said if Jessica Chastain's husband, who no one knows, right, if he'd suddenly gotten up and started to walk up on stage, you think he would have made it all the way up? No. Why not? Well, no. He, yeah, anybody? They, would they say anybody um, who was in the third row or back would have just been arrested on the spot? Right. But, but I, I, you know, I, the incident, you know, all that aside, just incidents happen at events and they change the way we do things. Right. Oh, I never thought about doing it like this before, but since this happened, I'll always do it like this. You know, you may not carry a backup laptop, but the, the day your laptop dies, you're going to carry a backup laptop from now on. (laughs) So it it changes things. and, And that that's, I guess, you know, thinking about it having processed it maybe that's my main concern i just don't want this to change anything i don't want it to change the way anybody performs or delivers or anything else i i don't want anyone's uh artistic integrity to get infringed on because there 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 is this in the back of their mind maybe a threat of being assaulted i i I, that that bothers me i don't know if you guys get the news you obviously don't get la news but about a year ago year and a half ago, it started with problems in LA. And as you know, Jim from the chill room, Jim will tell you, he doesn't go to LA anymore. Mm. He doesn't want to be up there off duty. Mm -hmm. Okay. Broad daylight, people are sitting on Melrose, having a coffee and a croissant and guys in hoodies with masks are running up to them with a gun, taking their Rolex, their money, their phones. It's the wild west up there. New York in the eighties. Exactly. It's just like that. So yeah. the point I saw is, that on the news, Jay, where you know, they, they were saying these celebrities, they were like, I don't wear jewelry or no. Rolexes anymore. No, people are that scared of it. So yeah. the point is, does that affect as performers where we go with things? It affects mm. what gigs we accept. And I think that that's here to stay. That well, that, that's new... always affected the gigs I accept. Right. The only guy I get hit with a beer bottle once. Yeah, yeah but I mean, yeah, if somebody true. called me and said, hey, I have a Galleria on Melrose in L.A., do you want to do a daytime gig? I'd probably turn it down now. Am I inside or outside? I'd be lucky to get it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I know, know. I, I've heard, and I, I don't know. I mean, New York City was always fascinating to me. And, and what got me was, when I was a little kid, Living in L.A., I thought New York was a part of L.A. I didn't know. 
you know, because I thought like we lived in the center of the universe. But then I saw, I did. I saw Kurt Russell's Escape from New York on HBO, and I'm like, oh, New York's in a different place. Okay. And yeah, I became another, fascinated with it. And uh, I, I would like read everything I could on it. And I would, any movie that had New York in it, I wanted to watch. It was very interesting to me. And I, and, and Howie, I mean, you were there. Yeah. There were, I, I, the story that kills me, and I guess this was very common, is people used to carry cash for muggers. So oh, yeah. like like if yeah. a mugger came, they would okay, here's my cash. It was not their real cash, it was the 20 bucks they had in their pocket for the mugger. Mm-hmm. Their other cash oh. was in their sock or in their underwear or something. Howie will back this up. Right. My sister lives in yeah. New York City. She has friends that she works with. They carry two phones. They carry their yeah. iPhone, then they carry two. their cheap knockoff or well, that's, broken yeah. iPhone. And that's the phone they give if they were to ever get mugged. It's in their right. head what to do that's, if they get mugged. Yeah, that goes back to you know years ago when you carried two wallets and right right you know they always advise take the wallet it's like show them hey here's the cash and then throw it the opposite direction then run like hell because oh. they'll run after the wallet they know yeah. where the cash and the credit cards that but they're fake but you just get the hell out of there but I, same thing with the phone yeah you're right i mean that's how bad it's gotten that people knowingly right. leave the house with, all right, here's money in this pocket and my wallet's in my sock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do well, love you know, it, it, right pocket. I still it, do. I think I think your point is is that the the idea or the threat of something is keeping you from doing something or going somewhere. Oh yeah. Yeah, and, and that's that that's yeah, I think like I said, two days into it after processing a little more, you know, I I, I don't believe it's it's a matter of, you know. A bunch of people running up on stage and and hitting people now it's more about the threat of it preventing you from doing what you normally do um and and i I say even with the threat of it i ain't gonna change i'm not changing and i think what i think i'm probably a little more risky than both of you are when i'm up there on the stage probably i know i am yeah and but but i mean i'm not stupid about it right i do take chances and i do say things i say them in a way and in in a demeanor that I I'm not being a jerk about it, but I'll pick on Aunt Betty. Of course I will. You know, if you, if, you just if this chick comes up and and requests, right. you know, some stupid song five times in a row. Here's one for Ginny again. You know, I, I will do these things, right. and I'll get a laugh from it because I know how to do it, and I know when it's appropriate and when it's not. So mm-hmm. I'm probably more daring, I, uh, dude. 98, 99, I was on one of the boats. So I'm on a boat. There's nowhere to go. We're going around the San Diego Bay, and this guy started to yell from like five tables off the dance floor. Hey, you haven't played my song. And I'm like, I'd never done this, and I've only done it once in my career. And I immediately said, hey, come on. You don't have to tell me how to do my job. I'm not going to come up in the morning and tell you how to make my Egg McMuffin. (laughs) Well, God damn it, if he didn't get up, he comes walking up to me. He's got a mcdonald's jacket on <laughs> McDonald's, and he's like i don't appreciate that we make a great product and i'm like <laughs> and i don't tell you how to do it right i was like you don't sit down. The lottery that day oh my god i couldn't believe it you know i'm like the one time i say it it's the guy it's the guy uh, yeah it's kind of like chris saying something about a, a gi jane haircut not knowing about the problem yeah. right yeah but i yeah. still i still stand by the fact that i'm shocked no one has brought up the dress because it was a freaking camo green dress she i remember like yeah I, I i can remember like like really pushing this like in the old days when we did more you know cheesy dj things you know more chicken dance kind of stuff where you'd really you get a come on everybody clap your hands everybody clap your hands yeah and, and i was thinking about it today it's like you know, if somebody asked me to clap my hands and I couldn't do it, would they get mad at me? Because, I mean, guys, it doesn't work. Yeah. I can't do that. So I think you have to have a certain amount of self-deprecation. <laughs> you, come on, everybody stand up. Why aren't you standing up? Right. doesn't have legs. Yeah. Oops. You know, well, there's you got to be a little careful with it. There, there's a guy in a big pickup truck that I saw at TikTok and the woman goes, where have you been? He goes, I had to go fill up with gas. You won't believe what it cost. And he opens the door of the truck. He gets out. He has an artificial arm and an artificial leg. 
So the point being, the gas cost an arm and a leg. Nice. And I thought, this guy's got a great sense of humor. If he's making this video, you're never going to believe how much it costs me. And he hops out with the fake arm and leg. And I'm like, this guy's brilliant. You got to be able to laugh at yourself. And I sure I, I okay. hope yeah, the agreed, outcome agreed. of this teaches people. It's too late now to teach much of a lesson, even if they say to Will Smith, you're not allowed to give out the because the winner from the best actor gives out the best actor next, next year. year. Yeah. And it looks like that's probably not going to happen. No, for him. happen. And that won't matter. That's not going to change history. If he goes to rehab, it's not going to change history. You know, Jake Paul offered both of them $15 million to have a legit fight inside of a ring. <laughs> oh, God. Because for not the $30 million he'd spend, we've already, he'd make $100 million We've already on had a TV show about celebrity fights. They've already done They'll that. They'll do it out of claymation. It'll be fine. Yeah. So, I mean, there's no real outcome of this that'll satisfy no. 100% of the people. It will always be a split camp. Oh, sure. You know, yeah. split, even rating. if Will oh, yeah. came out and said, yeah. you know, Chris, you can hit me back. The smartest thing Chris would be is no. Like, I wouldn't do that. Because oh, then Chris wins again. Do would not have Chris hit him back because no. he might get a brick mm-hmm. in a book bag. Right. But what, it, so Will's got nowhere to go with this to look good now. He's no, done he a lot of no, damage. Will's, well, but you know what, Jay? I think that's the important thing is in, in really, it happened. Stuff happens. We understand this. We, we weren't born yesterday. This isn't our first rodeo. We've done gigs. We've had problems. I got hit in the head with the beer bottle. I mean, lots of things have happened at weddings before that were just not cool. Recovered mm-hmm. from it and all that. What I think is probably the, the most concerning thing to me right now, and this is this is developing, are, is in, and hopefully the Academy does something, but as of right now, the consequences are now for Will Smith. Right. He was able to go up there. He did a speech. He went to his yeah, party. Hollywood uh, will be stood, standing ovation. Now, it's not that people aren't going to get hit for saying stupid things. It's going to happen. P- people are going to say things. You're going to get it. It's happened to me in my life. It really has. Uh, but as adults <laughs> and, and as professionals and as people over the age of 18 in public, maybe there should be clear consequences for this stuff. Absolutely. And, and hopefully there's something you know, opposed yeah. to, you know, Will doing the whole victim thing, which I think he's doing now. Oh, he should have been escorted off property immediately. And then yeah. when he won the Academy Award, they should have said, Will Smith is not here right now. He's been escorted off property for assaulting <laughs> Chris Rock. Accepting, accepting the award on his behalf. Chris Rock! Sergeant, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Sergeant Jade. From the police department. They're bringing yeah. it to his cell for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bill Johnson with the LA County Sheriff's Department. I'm going to be going down to the county. <laughs> so I'd like to take that to him. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, well, between now and this weekend when we all have gigs yeah. and stuff, hopefully some other big tragedy will happen that'll go in a different direction and that'll be the topic of discussion. Well, well I hope it's the not news a tends tragedy. to like. We, no, but you know what I'm saying. Not not a death yeah. tragedy thing, but some other crazy thing. Be well, some maybe other we'll thing. go back to World War. There's III. a war going on right now that yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, you know what people we'll stop talking that. about Sunday night? Taylor Hawkins of the Foo Fighters dying a day before. Right. I I, I tell you what, I I kind of I I knew what he looked like. I knew he was a drummer. I didn't know his name. Yeah. And and I would be hard pressed to identify a Foo Fighters song. It's terrible. He was fifty. You know, but I yeah, it was. It's, it's, it's such, not in my wheelhouse. I love such the Foo a, Fighters. Yeah, yeah, I it was a tragedy. Group. Oh, I, I've got, I've got friends who are crazy about the Foo Fighters. I think in today's world, barring this, I've said it before, I'll say it again. They're probably the only what I consider to be the next, the next band that could do a Rolling Stones, meaning the the only rock band on the planet today that in ten or fifteen or twenty years. Could still do a stadium tour and aren't they still kind of, aren't aren't they like doing a Rolling Stones right now? I mean, they've been around since oh, the, they, oh, the yeah. mid nineties. Yeah, and, but what and I mean is, they're like, not there's, kids. There's so That's few true. bands. You know, we could name on one hand the bands yeah. can sell out a stadium. Yeah, well, they're already fighting, doing a Rolling Stones. They've been fighting foos since ninety two. So right, but yeah. I'm saying it's Stones, them, ACDC. I, I mean, I love Dave Dave Grohl as a person. I think he's great. I I don't know much about his music beyond being the drummer for Nirvana, 
and that mm-hmm. video that was on MTV where they were doing a Mentos parody. I don't right. know much Big above easy. and beyond that. It, they have a lot of, if you get a moment, spend, spend 20 minutes listening to their more recent work. They, I, they I heard, I heard that. Songs. What was it? The, the DG's thing. I think I heard. They oh were yeah. Doing, the DG's. I heard that I stuff. Good job of that. No, they're they real. Have a movie out now. Yeah. They they're shot real a movie. Musicians. They could play the anything. Yeah. And it's a horror premise that they move in a house to make an album and Dave Grohl gets possessed and kills all yeah. the members of the band. Yeah. In very gory it, detail. Yeah. I did watch some some kind of documentary where they were traveling around to different places and playing with musicians there. And they had to so write I saw that stuff. Stop. Yeah. Each yeah. day they had to have a new song to play that. Yeah. Day. They had to write a song. Yeah. I thought that they was were, pretty, they'd be with a blues cool. guy in Louisiana mm-hmm. and then and they'd they be with Chicago. a country guy in Nashville. And yeah. yeah, I saw that. I enjoyed that. I, I, I did really too. Did. I mean, they did yeah. about four albums ago. They decided not to do digital. They got Butch Vig that did Nevermind and is the drummer for the Cranberries and said, here, let's do tape. Yeah. And they made an album to tape. Well, and they did it for that reason. He owns the Because he board. bought the original board. The knee board from the Sun, board. Sunset. Yeah. And Sunset he Sound. bought up all the two-inch tape that was available. Yeah. He's got a studio yeah. in his house called Studio 606. Yeah. Yeah, the knee board that was in that's done like rumors and every tom petty and john yeah. cash and that right board he bought it from the, the legendary it was custom built that board seventy four thousand dollars like in 1970 way back or something. yeah yeah that's a that's a lot of money yeah for then you know but look what it put out i mean like mm-hmm. if you i think it's called um sunset sound there's a documentary yeah. on youtube that's very yeah. interesting because you can't believe you recorded good. on that board. Very Everyone, good. Yeah. Everybody yeah. was on that board at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just think it's, you know, sadly something else will happen this week. And, you know, who knows? It'll, it'll well, be. Well, it happens, you know, but, you know, this, I don't know. I, I wasn't trying to find relevancy in, in it until I saw the tweet, like I said. And then I was like, ah, crap. Because I, and a lot of people are not on board with me with this thing. I know you guys, you guys are like, I don't know about that. With the comedians and DJ parallel, but I, I see no, I it. I learned a lot, lot from it. It's made me a better DJ from paying attention to it. Well, when you mm-hmm. brought it up to me years ago, I certainly looked into it enough that I realized you have to be able to do things like that because oh, yeah. you're suddenly going to be called upon, like the bathroom thing. You you can go self-deprecating. Yep. You can go. I can't believe yep. this happened. I did a wedding a couple years ago, and the bride was on the dance floor, and she shotgunned a Coors Light. <laughs> in the middle of the dance floor. Yeah. And without missing a beat, I killed the music and I said something to the effect of the newest definition of the badass bride is Brandy for shotgunning a Coors Light on her wedding day. And the place erupted. And it was right. like, but you've got to do it. It's timing. Quickly. Yeah. Timing. You can't wait. You couldn't hours. have said it after the song. No, yeah. it wouldn't have made sense. Yeah. yeah. You gotta, but you've got to have it. Yeah. So I agree with you. The, the comedic timing and a mm-hmm. DJ's presentation, you know, and, I mean, is that what Marbecca teaches or Toastmasters? Or is this an avenue that maybe you should look into as a training tool for DJs that want to get better at it? Mm-hmm. Huh. I, I guess I could I could take the musings of all these great comedians and, and, and re- regurgitate it into DJ and charge people for it. Sure, why not? <laughs> why Brian's, not? Brian's rolling around the room like this. No. Carlin wouldn't like it that way. Do it again. <laughs> oh, Carlin did stuff. I mean, he he did like some stuff for comedians and DVD or CDs or whatever tapes. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It, it's it, and not everybody's on board. Not everybody is feeling that way. Like, I don't know where you get this, but there, I said it this weekend and, and I didn't mean it in a bad way. It was an observation. I will look at pictures and see posts that DJs make and things they say and some of the ideas they have. And I'm just like, huh? And, and I got to remind myself this because I, I knew this before I started doing YouTube. But when I started doing YouTube, I, I kind of really wanted a community and I really wanted to to have, you know, real relationships with others and, and empathize with others. But the truth is, I didn't shop in the same section of the record store with these guys in the first place. Right. Most of them. I was over here. They were all crowded over there. Going through that bin, I was over here in that bin. Yeah. So you're on your own. I, I guess I'm always thinking a little different. And and you don't have to agree with me. You don't have to think I'm right. You don't have to even like me. I've got an opinion I shared. It's free. 
Here you go. Just trying You're to help Quint. folks. <laughs> You're Quint or Quint, whatever his name was Who? in Jaws. The guy I, that I puts his nails down the chalkboard. Before my time. 76. I don't know, man. Tell me about tell me about the man from Uncle too. That'd be great. Oh, oh, oh. The oh. mod squad. I don't mod know. Mod squad was great, man. Yeah. Link. Speed racer. Let's, you should you know, know the mod squad, Mr. Prince, uh, Purple Rain lover, because Link from the mod squad plays Prince's dad. Yeah. That's, that's, that's true. Link. That's true. Six yeah. degrees of you're older than you think. <laughs> well, you mean he played before he died at old age, kind of like Mickey Rooney playing a part. You know, hey, in the Mickey Rooney was a great guy in his early days. <laughs> <laughs> Let's remember, put a fork in it. We're we're over time. Stop. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, folks. I hope you got something out of this. We we mentioned music somewhere in there, but I think maybe we'll be lucky enough to be back next week. And if we are, we'll see you then. Thanks for watching. Good night, all. See ya. Uh...